Alan Tuckett, OBE, is Chief Executive of the National Institute of Adult Continuing Education, or NIAS. Having worked previously as an adult education organiser in Brighton and as a principal in Inner London, he started Adult Learners Week in the UK in 1992 and supported its adoption by UNESCO and it spread to more than 50 countries. He's a special professor in continuing education at the University of Nottingham, an honorary professor at the Institute of Lifelong Learning at Leicester University, and in 2009 completed a period as guest professor at the University of Duesenberg-Essen in Germany. He is president of the International Council for Adult Education, and today he receives an honorary doctor of letters. Hello, I'm Kate Cox and today I'm joined by Alan Tuckett, OBE, who's the Chief Executive of the National Institute of Adult Continuing Education, NIAS. Today you're receiving an Honorary Doctor of Letters. So we'd like to firstly welcome you to the University of Warwick. Thank you. And congratulations on receiving your honorary degree. Tell me, what does this mean, what does this honour mean to you today? Can you sum up how you feel? Well, I... Um, I feel delighted about it because I was an honorary professor here for a short while, about 20 years ago, and I always admired and loved the work, particularly the continuing education department in uh, in, in Centre for Lifelong Learning in, in the university, and to be associated with it in this way is uh, nice, but I mean, I can't think of anything nicer than being given a degree without having to do the work, really. Right. <laughs> We're in a time now where um, education is in the news making mm. the headlines. The recent HE paper, yes. white paper, um, talks about obviously how student fees are going to go and the continuation mm. of people entering education. Yes. Do you fear that um, sort of the aspiration of gaining, going into continuing education may be lost on some people because of the financial impact? Yes, certainly, if you look at the changes in, effort in further education and higher education mm-hmm. together, it's hard to see what the financial attraction is if you're thinking of taking an access course with a view to having to do a degree and increasingly needing to do a postgraduate degree to have um, real traction in the labour market. But on the other hand, I think the moves towards treating part-time study on a more equitable basis are rather rather positive. And I'm afraid we'll have to see in relation to HE, just see how it um, shakes down in the next um, while. I mean, there seem to me to be two big risks. Um, one for uh, that the, there'll be a narrowing of the curriculum so that the kinds of things you might want to put your toe in the water and study will seem crazy to spend your money on in a much more expensive environment. And the the second one, I think, is that the worries for people who think that their career is likely to have only modest returns but above um, the threshold, it could be a real disincentive. But I, I mean, I think education and training in the economy as a whole have real challenges. Absolutely, You've got, yeah. it, when I was a student, 6% went to universities and in a world in which nearly half go, we either agree to higher levels of taxation or need to find ways of funding in other ways. I mean, you can't have everybody going free 
and nobody paying any taxes actually so I'm, I'm for higher taxation uh, myself <laughs> but uh, there you go and in terms of support from employers mm. uh, do you think that is a, a, well, an area where we need to develop absolutely if you look at britain compared with any other european country what you see is employers tell you all the time in Britain how much they spend on education and training and it is true that some of the largest FTSE companies are very impressive but across Europe we offer for those people who do take part in in some kind of training or development at work we offer less than half of any other country really? per person we're high numbers of people who get some but yeah. that's nearly all health and safety and induction training. And I'm afraid we've taught employers in Britain with Trained Again and all the rest mm. of it that education and training is something the state pays for and it has to be the other way around. In a learning society, you're going to have to have individuals paying more, that's painful, employers paying for the development of human capital and the state investing more too and each of them is finding that a bit difficult at the moment. But surely employers must recognise the sort of value that they can gain from from that investment yeah. in terms of employability, retaining yes. staff. I mean the, the arguments are very powerful but there's um, if you are not used to spending money on training what you end up, I mean, the arguments are, people say, we're afraid that if I train you and somebody else will find you more attractive, offer you the money, I've spent the money on training you, I and won't I benefit. Go, yeah, I and you go, go off. But go, that's why yeah. you need licences to practice, to create a level playing field in which everybody who's in um, podcast <laughs> production is subject to the same uh, and, and making money doing that is, is, is contributing to a level playing field of training for their industry where I mean you don't need to do that in, com in computer related industries because everybody can see that if you don't keep up to speed with learning you'll go out of business but in large areas of Britain we have a, a, a culture in which we see training as a kind of optional extra, not mm. not as as a core development yeah. of our uh, of our industrial base. In a, in a knowledge rich economy, that's a disaster. Mm. Taking that point further, what do you see as um, sort of a, a barrier to those clutch of people who didn't enter higher education or further oh, education? Yeah. Very capable, but perhaps feel like their sort of time for yeah. education has passed them by well, whereas actually what's out there is an enormous yeah, opportunities yeah. for people and it's not just at people who are 18 19 or no. early 20s going into to do degrees or further education no what well, the big barrier is motivation i mean if you if you had a negative experience at school the first time around why would you put yourself back through the misery so you have to help people see that learning through life comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes and that's re really what I've tried to do in creating Adult Learners Week 20 yes. years ago and repeating it where you celebrate existing learners and all of the diversity whether they're a postgraduate physicist or somebody learning to read and write and you in use their their stories to encourage other people to join in. I mean, famously, I took my mum to Westwood Studios, television studios in Plymouth, uh, right at the beginning of the Adult Learners Week experience. And a woman of her age and class, she'd been a domestic servant before the war, had just completed. A, she'd learned to read, and then she'd started a program of helping other people learn. 
and we walked out my mum said here she said she's just like me and I said yes you can do things too <laughs> it is yeah. it's that aspiration That's isn't it, it? yeah and, and I think we know a lot about how to encourage people to do that but for it you you need a less manically utilitarian policy than we've got in Britain at the moment food for thought definitely hmm. Alan it's been a pleasure to have you here with us today. Oh, delighted to come. you're enjoying the whole celebration. But finally, what advice would you give to your fellow graduates today? Well, I think um, although you'll feel like you've come to the end of a journey, it's only just beginning and learning. Um, keep on learning through your life. It's good for your health. It's good for your children if you have them, that they're more likely to do well if you're learning. And more to the point, it's a bundle of fun. Wise words indeed. Thank you for that. Okay. And uh, congratulations again on receiving your honorary degree. Yeah, lovely.